You're watching KCMI-TV. Well, praise the Lord. Thank you for uh, joining me. And uh, I hope you've been watching our services online. My goodness, we've had such a great uh, presence of the Lord at our church here at Regeneration Nashville. So uh, I want to talk to you about something God's just dropped in my spirit because there's so much trepidation right now within the body of Christ. And, you know, we're being attacked on every side. And it seems like uh, there's just landmarks, things that God has instituted and built that the enemy, boy, he's just coming after it. And there's a lot of fear. Is, is the enemy going to destroy the church? And, and so uh, the other day I just begin to, in prayer, begin to move in my spirit. And I want to start off this podcast by saying this, what God builds Satan cannot destroy. That, that's irrevocable. I don't care how difficult it looks. It doesn't matter how much it looks like the enemy has progressed in, in attacking God's people and the church and the, and the body of Christ. He cannot win. And uh, I go back to Psalms 127, and it's a powerful verse that says this, except the Lord build the house. They that labor or they that build it do it in vain. And of course, every house that uh, looks like the church um, has the same trappings, has the cross, all of those things. If it's not built on Jesus, it's not going to last. But on the other side of that is this. If God built it, the devil can't destroy it. And... Um, I just want to share some, some things that have been in my spirit. Um, it is God that designs the church. It's, he, 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 it is God that designs the blueprint. And you can go all the way back to Noah. When God began to talk to Noah and he said, I want you to build an ark, uh, he did not give Noah the latitude of designing that ark. He told Noah, he said, this is the specifications. This is the length, the width, the height, the window placement, the door, uh, the design of it. He said, because you have to build it according to what I'm telling you. And the reason being is Noah didn't know what storm was coming. It never rained in Noah's lifetime. Nobody had ever seen rain. They'd never seen what God was, was seeing in the future. So the Lord designed the ark to be able to withstand what was coming on the earth. And uh, scientists several years ago in a lab setting uh, recreated the environment that they thought would have happened with the ark, the flood, the, the, the waves, all of those things. And they built a replica of that, a model of, of Noah's ark, and they scaled it down, but they put it in the same testing. And when they got done, they were amazed. They said, this ark even rolled over in the storm but what was amazing, it had its ability to write itself. And they said, we have come to the conclusion that the design of this ark is the only design 
that could have withstood the flood in Noah's time. This is why the church is going to survive, because God built it. Upon this rock will I build my church. God built the church. He didn't physically do it, but he gave us the blueprint, and he gave us the ability to, to do this. And when you go back to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, uh, Paul begins to write here. He said, according to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, another is built thereupon, but let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. What Paul was saying this, he said, I am a wise master builder. How many times have we seen people take shortcuts because they did not want to go through the process of building it right, and it was cheap. Years ago, there was a massive hurricane in Florida, and it caused great devastation. And when it was all over and they went back and began to assess the damage, they said, a lot of the, most of the homes that were destroyed were built cheap. They were not built to the specifications for being in a hurricane area. And the builders just cranked out cheap homes to make a profit. And when the storm came, the houses collapsed. It reminds me of the scripture that says there were two men and they both built a house. But one building on the sand and the other building on the rock. And the guy that built it on the sand, he did that because he did not want to take the time to build a foundation. He probably had never seen a storm. He thought, well, there's no sense in going to all this extra work and all this intense labor. And if you've done any construction, you know this, that the key to a house is the foundation. It's the part that you don't see, but it's the part that determines the strength and the longevity of that home. And when the wise man, he built his house, the Bible said that he took the time that he dug deep until he found the rock. And this is why Jesus said this, upon my, on this rock will I build my church. And there is a church, and so many of you that are listening to me around the world, you are going to be all right because you're built, hallelujah, on the foundation of the rock. You are a wise master builder. And the reason that Paul says I'm a wise master builder, he said, I am building it according to the blueprint that God gave me. The church cannot survive in this environment unless God built it. You won't survive unless it's the Lord that birthed you, that constructed you. In um, 2 Timothy, one of my favorite verses, 2 Timothy 2.19, it says this, Nevertheless, hallelujah, the foundation of God standeth sure, for the Lord knoweth them that are his. Let everyone who nameth the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. There is a foundation, and that's Jesus Christ. 
And of course, you can go back to the New Testament and it says the stone that the builders rejected, a tried stone, a true stone, a precious stone, the same has become the head of the corner. And I think that lots of people over the years have rejected Christ because they didn't want to take the time to build on the right way. Whether it's our personal lives or it's our church, if we are built on Christ Jesus, then we have built according to the blueprint that God gave us. And when God builds the house, the devil cannot kill it. Now, there are seasons where the enemy is going to attack the house of the Lord. And when you read in the Old Testament, many times it will chronicle the story that when Israel was overtaken by the enemy and the enemy came into Jerusalem, the first thing they would do is they would begin to destroy the temple and they would take the precious instruments and all of the things that were there and take it back to their land. We're in a season where the enemy invaded the church and has come after the instruments of, of sacrifice and praise and worship. But in every instance, God would always say this, in my mercy, I'm gathering them back. And he would cause the enemy many times to restore back to the temple the things that he had taken. In John chapter, I think it's maybe 12, um, Jesus is in this conversation with the Pharisees and the, and the Sadducees, and he said this, he said, you destroy this temple, and in three days, I will raise it up. And they thought he was talking about their temple, the temple that Herod had built, and of course, that was one of the things they used against him to indict him for Calvary and crucifixion. But Jesus said this, he said, you can destroy this temple, but in three days I'll raise it back up. It doesn't matter if it looks like there's temporary damage. All of us have gone through this in our lives where it looks like the enemy won. But can I tell you, whatever's built on Christ, the devil can't destroy it. When you go back to Corinthians, where Paul talks about, he says, I am a wise master builder. He says in verse 11, for there's no other foundation that any man can lay except Jesus Christ. And he said, if you build on anything else other than Jesus, you're not gonna survive the fires, the testings. And when they looked at Jesus, you know, they thought he was crazy, but he was already declaring that I am the temple of God in the earth. I'm God manifested in flesh. He said, go ahead and give it your best shot. And when it looked like they had destroyed Jesus, the prophetic word of the Lord, hallelujah, was already in the heavenlies. And on the third day, the Bible says that Jesus came up out of the grave. What happened? He raised the temple that the enemy thought that he had destroyed. And I, I declare by the Spirit that there is a resurrection anointing. There is a rebuilding right now taking place in the spirit realm over the things of God that it looks like the enemy has won. It looks like that he has, he has triumphed and he can't because God built this. Acts 15 and 16. Uh, 
I just want to go back and read this real quick. This is a wonderful portion of Scripture. This is dealing with um, God speaking. He said, After this I will return, and I will build again the tabernacle of David, which is fallen down, and I will build again the ruins thereof, and I will set it up. You and I, listen, in all of your lives, there are things that it looks like the enemy is tore down and it looks like it's over. God said, not so. He said, I am going to go back and I'm going to raise up the tabernacle of David. And he says, things that even look like they're in ruins. He says, I'm going to raise them up. Why? Because what God builds can't be destroyed permanently. And though it looks like the enemy might have temporary success, if you are built on the foundation of Jesus Christ, you will survive. When the wise men, when you read this story, it's very interesting that the flood didn't come and the wind didn't come when the foolish man finished his home. You know why? Because if it had came at that time, the wise man hadn't finished his, his house. And so it would have got him too. And so the Lord waited. And this is where we are right now. It looks like people that took a shortcut and didn't pay the price are the ones that are prospering. And, and it looks like those that have chose to live the sacrifice and the discipline of the Holy Ghost that we've made a mistake. But it isn't so. The reason the wicked prosper is God has given us time to finish our house. And when the wise man finished his house, the Bible said immediately the storm came. There is a completion. Right now, we are in the third day. We're entering into the third day of God. And in that process, God is raising up the church. 1 Corinthians 6.16 says this, Know ye not that your body, that you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. And there are seasons where it looks like the enemy has destroyed something. But if we are the temple of the Holy Ghost, the devil can't kill us. Psalms 91 says this, He shall give his angels charge over you, and they shall surround you. They shall protect you by the power of God. Whenever you're in a season where it looks like the devil has tore it down, Look underneath the house and see what's under there. And if it's Jesus, he will rebuild. He will restore. He will give back to you what the power of God, hallelujah, has built. And so the church, hallelujah, the church right now in the earth, not just in the United States, but in the earth. I don't care what country you are in. The body of Christ is all over the earth. There is a rebuilding. Just as Jesus on the third day raised up, hallelujah. How did he do it? He raised it out of death. I mean, it was over. He'd been buried. The funeral had been performed. It was over. And yet on the third day, God, hallelujah, raised up Christ. And when it looks like the enemy has buried the church in this hour, there is a resurrection anointing that the Lord has loosed in the atmosphere. And God is saying, come alive. And he's speaking resurrection. So I want to leave this with you today. If you are built on Christ, if you made the choice to build your life on Jesus with great personal sacrifice, God won't let you down. He won't let the devil tear down your house.
because what God builds is eternal. I love you. I pray this has been an encouragement to you. Stay strong in the Lord, and we'll see you next week. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org. And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.